One reason for fatigue is chronic low-grade inflammation, which can be caused by several factors including obesity, depression, and chronic pain. When inflammation is present in the body, less energy is available to the brain. That's because low-grade inflammation flips off a metabolic switch in the chemical pathway that produces energy. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today, we're taking a look at This Is Your Brain on Food, an indispensable guide to the surprising foods that fight depression, anxiety, ADHD, and more. The author of this book is Uma Naidu, and the book is published in 2020. I want to share a number of my favorite insights from this book, starting with the gut microbiome, sugar and depression, magnesium and anxiety, fatigue and food, red wine and libido, turmeric and brain function, and finish it off with the Mediterranean eating pattern. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, Much like the intricate relationship between the gut and brain that forms the basis of this book, diet and mental health are inextricably linked, and the connection between them goes both ways. A dearth of good dietary choices leads to an increase in mental health issues, and mental health issues in turn lead to poor eating habits. Until we solve nutritional problems, no amount of medication and psychotherapy is going to be able to stem the tide of mental issues in our society. In this book, I want to show you ways in which you can use diet to achieve well-being in every aspect of your mental health. I hope that in its pages, I can not only introduce you to the exciting field of nutritional psychiatry, but also give you advice on how to eat to maximize the awesome power of your brain. End quote. Welcome to This Is Your Brain on Food by Uma Naidu. In this book, Dr. Naidu talks about how the food we eat can shape our mental well-being. Dr. Naidu breaks down the connection between what's on our plate and what's going on in our heads. It's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good mentally as well. From ADHD to anxiety, depression, and even sleep troubles, our diet plays a starring role. Now, Dr. Naidu isn't just dropping nuggets of science-backed wisdom. She's also giving you a roadmap with 40 brain-boosting recipes. It's like a culinary journey to a happier, healthier mind. So get ready for some mind-blowing science and practical nutrition tips from Dr. Naidu. I am honored to be able to share just a handful of my favorite insights from this great book, so let's dive in. Insight number one, the gut microbiome. Quote, In order to correct those chemical imbalances and restore order to brain and body, you might assume that we would need a barrage of sophisticated, carefully engineered pharmaceuticals. And to a degree, you'd be right. But what sometimes gets lost in discussions about mental health is a simple truth. The food you eat can have just as a profound an effect on your brain as the drugs you take. How can something as basic and natural as eating be as potent as a drug that costs millions of dollars to develop and test. The first part of the answer lies in the bacteria. Behind the scenes of the gut-brain romance is a huge collection of microorganisms that reside in the gut. We call this panoply of different bacterial species the microbiome. The gut microbiome, in both humans and animals, is another type of romance, with both parties relying on each other for survival. 
Our guts provide the bacteria with a place to live and thrive, and in return, they perform crucial tasks for us that our bodies can't perform on their own, end quote. The gut microbiome is so critical to understand if you want a better brain and you want to maximize your longevity. I love what Dr. Stephen Gundry says about the importance of the microbiome. He says, quote, Your fate does not lie in your genes at all. It lies in your microbiome. And many of your daily decisions about food and personal care products influence how happy or unhappy they will be in their home. Paradoxically, and here is the point to remember going forward, whatever happened to your parents or grandparents, your Ancestry.com or your 23andMe results contributes very, very little to your fate or longevity. Much more of your fate resides with the trillions of organisms living in and on you, end quote. Now you have to brace yourselves for a mind-boggling fact. Did you know that a whopping 80-90% to of the serotonin, the superstar happiness molecule in your body, is actually made up by the nerve cells in your gut? Yep, that is the truth. Your gut's brain is like the serotonin production powerhouse, outperforming the one in your head. Who would have thought your belly had such a major role in the happiness game? Mind officially blown. This insight really hits home for me, and here's why. Science has unequivocally shown that the gut-brain connection is no myth. Now, the challenge lies in helping those grappling with mental health issues make the link between what they eat and how they feel. Whether it's anxiety or depression or insert mental illness here, believe it or not, the food on your plate could hold the key to addressing some of your current challenges. What surprises me is that the crucial connection isn't getting the airtime I believe it deserves. Until it becomes common knowledge, people will just resort to medications as their go-to solution, overlooking the potential of a powerful diet. Insight number two, sugar and depression. Quote, while scientific literature backs the long-held notion that feeling down in the dumps can lead you to overindulge in sugary treats, it also suggests the opposite to be true. The more sugar you eat, the more likely you are to be depressed. Why might sugar cause depression? The brain relies on glucose, a type of sugar from the food we eat, in order to survive and to function. Here's a fascinating tidbit from the author. Did you know that our brain only requires 62 grams of glucose in a 24-hour period to function optimally? The surprising thing is, this can easily be met by consuming a balanced, wholesome diet. Here is the frightening part. Some studies suggest that people are clocking in around 150 pounds of sugar intake each year. So let's do the math. It's 186 grams per day, which is three times the daily requirement. Sugary foods lead to inflammation in the brain and also lower levels of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF. Making informed dietary choices that minimize sugar intake may not only contribute to reducing the risk of neuroinflammation and cognitive decline, but also support overall cognitive function and mental well-being. Insight number three, magnesium and anxiety. Quote, in humans, magnesium deficiency is associated with high anxiety levels. When people are anxious while taking a test, they excrete more magnesium than usual in their urine. And when magnesium levels are low, this can worsen anxiety. Dietary intake of magnesium is poor in Western populations. For example, 68% of Americans and 72% of middle-aged French adults consume inadequate amounts of magnesium in their diet. Foods rich in magnesium include almonds, spinach, cashews, and peanuts. Cooked black beans, edamame, peanut butter, and avocado also have relatively high amounts of magnesium. 
Most studies show a difference in levels of anxiety after intake of magnesium over 6 to 12 weeks, end quote. Back in the day, magnesium used to be all over the place in our food, doing its thing in various dishes. But thanks to how we process our food these days, magnesium got the boot from most diets, leaving a bunch of people running low on it. So here's the thing. Magnesium isn't just some extra mineral. It's a VIP involved in more than 300 chemical reactions in our bodies. Turns out, when we're short on magnesium, it's not just our physical health that takes a hit. Our mental well-being can suffer too. Lots of studies are saying that not getting enough magnesium is linked to all sorts of mental health issues, including good old anxiety. So, keeping that magnesium level in check might just be a key player in the game of feeling good and reducing anxiety. Insight number four, fatigue and food. Quote, one reason for fatigue is chronic low-grade inflammation, which can be caused by several factors including obesity, depression, and chronic pain. When inflammation is present in the body, less energy is available to the brain. That's because low-grade inflammation flips off a metabolic switch in the chemical pathway that produces energy. The result is not only lower energy, but an increase in toxic free radicals that damage brain tissue and insulin sensitivity. Because of this cycle, foods that increase inflammation can decrease your energy availability. To reduce inflammation, it is important to eat an anti-inflammatory diet, end quote. If you are looking to beat fatigue, start by incorporating more anti-inflammatory foods like blueberries, dark chocolate, fatty fish, olive oil, turmeric, and broccoli, just to name a few. Insight number five, red wine and libido. Quote, we've already discussed how heavy drinking can hamper your libido, but moderate consumption of red wine can actually enhance it, end quote. The author shares the inside scoop on a study that found women sipping on a moderate amount of red wine that's one to two glasses a day, reported better overall sexual function. And fellas, brace yourselves, because apparently red wine might be the unsung hero of testosterone, and those fancy polyphenols it boasts might just be the wingman you didn't know you needed to tackle erectile dysfunction. Who knew your evening glass of wine was secretly plotting to level up your romantic game? Cheers to these unexpected perks. Quote, of course, while red wine can have benefits, I want to stress that you should always drink in moderation. I ask my patients to stick to one glass per day to ensure that their libido doesn't suffer ill effects from too much alcohol, end quote. Insight number six, turmeric and brain function. Quote, once again, turmeric and its active ingredient curcumin are front and center. Curcumin has antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and neurotrophic activities. A 2019 review of curcumin studies also showed improvement in attention, overall cognition, and memory. Scientists have also reported the incidence of Alzheimer's disease in people aged 70 to 79 to be four times lower in India than in the United States, end quote. Turmeric seems to wield a touch of magic linked to a myriad of benefits such as improved mood, enhanced memory, anti-inflammatory prowess, and even insulin regulation, among other remarkable effects. Studies suggest that curcumin supplements may promote the dilation or widening of blood vessels, increasing blood flow and reducing blood pressure. One delicious and trendy way that I experimented with in the past was to get my daily dose of turmeric by sipping on a golden latte. That's where you mix turmeric powder with almond milk and add a dash of honey for sweetness. It's a comforting and nutritious way to kickstart your morning. Insight number seven, Mediterranean eating pattern. Quote, 
While the Mediterranean diet wasn't formulated expressly with mental health in mind, it incorporates all the depression-busting foods and in ratios to help you achieve the nutrient balance needed for optimal brain functioning and mood regulation. Rather than adhering to the strict proportions of the traditional Mediterranean diet, I preferred to have my patients follow the Mediterranean eating pattern, MEP, which confers the same protective effects on depression risk. I sometimes describe this way of eating as a Mediterranean lifestyle because my patients often feel the word diet can sound negative. Diet is associated with restriction, while truly the dietary approach is all about the delicious foods you can add to your life to enhance your meals and feel better in the process. End quote. Now let's break this down a little further, the Mediterranean eating pattern. It's like a plant-based paradise. Picture loads of locally grown fresh fruits and vegetables and minimal processed foods like beans, nuts, and whole grains. We're keeping sweets in check and only allowing the good fats to join the party. When it comes to dairy, it's a low to moderate affair, and protein, well, seafood takes the spotlight, with a bit of red meat and eggs playing supporting roles in smaller quantities. It's not just a diet, it's a lifestyle that's all about embracing the goodness of nature and savoring delicious, wholesome food. Alright, we've reached the final stretch of the wisdom train from Uma Naidu's This Is Your Brain on Food. But wait, before we make our final stop, there are a couple of more nuggets I want to toss your way. The author dives deep into a gold mine of mental health topics, and what's fascinating is how many foods pull double duty on different fronts. It's like having a powerhouse meal strategy for your brain. And hold on to your chef hats because the last chapter is a culinary delight titled Cooking and Eating for the Brain. Uma doesn't just share the knowledge, she also dishes out some delectable recipes that tie back to all the brain-boosting wisdom she's served up in this book. I really enjoyed this book because I'm so fascinated about mental health and I'm already brainstorming ways to weave some of this brain goodness into my own daily routine. If these insights hit home for you, please consider supporting the author by snagging this book. It's not just a read. It's a reference manual for you and your entire family. Until next time, stay curious and keep embracing the wonders of knowledge. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Landon. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.